0: Hello, and welcome back to The Indy, the podcast from the newsroom of the Santa Barbara Independent. I'm your host, Rebecca Fairweather, and on today's episode, we're diving into the Rocky Horror Picture Show, as Creatures of the Night have made their way to Campbell Hall. At midnight on October 28th, the Creatures of the Night production took over UC Santa Barbara for their fall production of Rocky Horror. The company performed in front of a sold-out crowd of 700 misfits, bearing witness to a virgin sacrifice and sexual liberation. The group follows the tradition of many midnight screenings of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Premiering first in 1973 at a small London theater, the production was a commercial hit. Director Jim Sharman adapted the onstage performance into a movie that flopped hard in the box office in 1975. Rocky Horror found a home for itself at the Waverly Theater in New York's West Village for midnight screenings. A cult-like fan base began to appear with regulars dressed in full makeup and costume returning week after week. Throughout the movie, audiences call out lines from the script, including their own commentary or insults. Some audience members even go as far as throwing popcorn or other ambiguous items at the screen. These traditions have created the Rocky Horror community that provides a space for self-expression and liberation not found anywhere else. The film showcases queer visibility in a positive light, allowing its fan base to see themselves represented in roles of empowerment and acceptance. Creatures of the Night production here in Santa Barbara is hoping to carry on the picture's legacy. I sat down with the cast of Rocky Horror and got to hear their stories of how the film has impacted
1: them. Creatures of the Night production company.
0: How have you enjoyed rehearsals working with the cast and crew?
2: So I was practically a virgin when I came here, if you know Rocky Horror Terms. So being a part of the cast and auditioning, I literally didn't know what parts were even named as I was auditioning for when I'm completely blind. But I've absolutely loved the experience of being here. I think it's one of the most welcoming environments. Everyone is so supportive of each other. They're so understanding. We have such a good sense of like community, I feel like, here. And just like supporting each other in every little aspect overall like no matter what we're here for you like as a cast but then also as like one shared identity and one love of like this kind of campish like cringes fun safe space that's so out there that it's just so comforting to be able to know that no matter what you won't be judged
0: Yeah. obviously rocky horror has a large impact on like you said community i want to ask every single one of you What's the significance of putting on a production of Rocky Horror for Santa Barbara and UCSB and how is it impacting our community?
2: Uh, I transferred here to UCSB and I had a really hard time finding uh, central queer communities. I know there are some, but I wasn't really finding like one place to go, especially like non-alcoholic, although there is a little bit of that, (laughs) but like we're not like drinking focused. This isn't like a club or a party. And yeah, it was just so welcoming and I feel like having Rocky Horror is such a great way to like get a bunch of the like weirdest most out there queer people together on campus. And yeah, that was super important for me and once I started Rocky Horror, I finally started making a bunch of other queer friends and like finding out about all these different queer events and I feel like it really the only word I can think of is thrust. <laughs> thrust me into the <laughs> queer community. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, that
3: is
2: literally the
4: perfect word. <laughs> I'm also a transfer student, and this was my first time hearing about Rocky Horror and being a part of Rocky Horror. But, like, my biggest supporters when I told my parents about it was my mom because they did this while they were in college. So Rocky Horror came out when um, my parents were at university, and my dad especially told me, like, it completely, like, was like a huge shock to a lot of people. It was very controversial, but it was also very moving for like everyone. So my parents used to get up and do shadow cast together when they were dating. And um, so my mom and dad were super excited for me to do this. So any like, for me, this is like, Outing myself as a queer and then being surrounded by a queer community. And then on top of that, when I tell people because I'm very excited about, oh, Rocky Horror because it's so cool. I want to spread the word. And finding out that there's a lot of people that I don't know that know Rocky Horror and it, it feels like a movement that's much bigger than us. So when you join Rocky Horror, you're joining like a
3: family. This is such a fun and supportive group. And I was very like conscious, like self conscious of my own body. And they've taught me like who. Gives a flying F word. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss I on your podcast. It. But um like it doesn't matter and they're so supportive that it makes you feel so blessed to have your own body and be special and sexy in your own way. And so I think my biggest thing is just to get up there and have fun and quit worrying about what other people think.
0: Show your body. That is a very vulnerable experience and how much you're willing to show. And that's what this show, because everyone gets to pick their costume, everyone is in control and has consent over what people see and what they do in themselves. And I feel like that's something very powerful because when it comes to consent, sometimes people take that for granted or people cross lines. And with Rocky Horror, the only lines you cross are the ones you choose
3: letting yourself be free and just having fun with people and just letting go of, like, all of society's expectations for you. Because, like, even when we're tabling and we're just having a good time and we're, like, dancing and singing to music um, with our boas and stuff and, like, some people are dressed up a little bit and just, like, the, the range of looks that we get even just from that, mm-hmm. right? I'm just like, okay, at a certain point, like, we're just having fun, right? Like, and you just realize how many people don't have that or, like, how they think it's weird that we're just not caring about what they think. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that they have this perceived notion or Oh, bias well, because everyone's part? just like, it's just a lot of openness in their faces. And I think that really, really freaks people out mm-hmm. when they're not used to it.
5: Two, two points. Um, one that I think is interesting is I feel like there's something to be said for the fact that like, I feel like people in general, at least at this school, younger people are okay with queer people to an extent. Rage horror goes far beyond the extent that people in their everyday life are comfortable with. Pride has become very corporatized um in, you know, the not just pride events but just the concept of pride, rainbow capitalism, etc. um and so there are a lot of pride events on campus, related things just pride week thrown, you know, like a lot of great things that are important, don't get me wrong. And it's important to have places for queer people that aren't hypersexual, you know, that are made for people who don't want to be exposed to that and just want to be queer and not openly sexual and that's a good thing for those places to exist. It's also good for a place on the opposite end of the spectrum to exist. And that's what I feel like rocky horror is it's sort of um there isn't it's kind of hard to, you know, as we can attest to, it's kind of hard to uh, capitalize off of, <laughs> <laughs> off of it financially. Um because the history and also just like we are you know early 20-somethings late teen you know early 20-somethings in our underwear on stage but what I think and kind of piggybacking off of what Elena was saying um one thing that I do think is interesting though like even though I agree with you 100% that like when we're tabling people walk by and they don't really know what to make of it the night that Rocky Horror happens now having done it done it twice and been to it once There are all these people that would never do that kind of thing of being in their fishnets or being half naked or like anything, anything queer. Very like the most cisgender heterosexual people who go all out for just that night. And I feel like it's so interesting how we in this room as queer people, as mostly queer people, in our day-to-day lives, we kind of have to do drag as straight people to an extent. We might have to, you know, we might still put a little queer spin on it, but in general we are straight acting you know straight in the literal sense of like acceptable in a day-to-day life and so we're kind of always doing drag to fit into their world this night of rocky horror is always the one night every quarter where they have to do drag they do drag to come into our world and I feel like that's because it's weird for them and it's cool to see them then kind of open up a little bit like I think people are judgy at first but then I feel like I've had a few friends go to it who then kind of opened up to it more and now are regulars so it's like it's cool to see the sort of crossover
3: i just wanted to go off of what tommy was speaking on because i have classically been identified as like the one straight in rocky (laughs) gasp um (laughs) but like what tommy was saying was super on the nose because like Honestly, my introduction to Rocky has and continued involvement and being more and more involved every quarter and like falling more and more in love with it and um, having these amazing, inspirational people around me. I've started to question my sexuality.
4: So, Let me know if you ever want to question it a little more.
3: <laughs> I am I I do happily have a man on the record. <laughs> but um I don't know. I just love that Rocky is truly about beautiful boys and beautiful girls and beautiful whoever you wanna be they on stage and like just popping your shit for everyone to see and like owning it and it's truly a come as you are like environment but what tommy was saying come as you are but do drag because like rupaul says we're all born naked and the rest is drag yeah.
4: all of our quote-unquote insecurities become like the things that make us the most sexy and beautiful And that's one of the reasons why I love this cast.
3: (laughs) Love that.
0: I will ask a final question because I know you guys need to rehearse. Uh, This will be quick. I am a virgin. (laughs) 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 Full through and through, never watched the movie, never been to a production, so I'm excited for midnight tomorrow or (laughs) the next day. (laughs) So my final question is how should virgins like myself prepare when
1: entering a midnight screening or watching the film? So what I say to all of my friends that are coming as virgins um, is what was told to me when I went to my first Rocky two years ago, I guess now, um, was wear as little clothes as you are comfortable wearing. Wear whatever you want, but be prepared to see naked people. To see naked people running around happy about being naked, to see naked people on top of naked people, to see naked people on stage, to see so much, I'm gonna cut so much ass, so many titties, just be ready. And if you have been feeling any sort of repression within yourself, if you've been kind of looking in the mirror and being like, what am I missing? Try just wearing a G string and some uh, fishnets and a little top and come, and I promise that you will feel a type of way that you will probably have never experienced before. Like, the euphoria of being around so many people all just feeling so present in their bodies and appreciative of the bodies around them and accepting of the bodies around them, like, it is something that is just so unmatched. Like, you can't find it at the beach, even when everyone's wearing bikinis. Like, it's just so different. I was told to come completely blind.
2: I had never seen it. I didn't even know, like, what I was doing. They just said, look up what the characters look like, maybe come dressed up as them, have fun, and don't look into anything. They didn't give me the call-outs, they didn't give me the cues. And honestly, it made the experience so much more emotional for me and was the reason I'm here today in the cast. There's something about just having to live in this purity culture of constantly being in this box and the surprise of coming in and seeing the most confident, most happy, like the most insane things you've ever seen. The whole thing feels like a fever dream, but a fun one. And I think it's just so much of a different world that you get to experience for like like just a night. And to me, it was just almost like magical getting to like absorb all of the things I was seeing and just how much of this kind of heart this production really has with each person. And i would just say to be the most confident version of yourself and whatever that means go for it so for me when i first ever went to a rocky horror show i was quite literally a virgin and very straight (laughs) and it was actually like kind of my gay awakening in some sense actually crazy because i think that that was like a core memory in my life in my high school career and um, it kind of set me up to like be very confident about my body in general, and I ended up keep going to every single Rocky horror show that I could have gone to after that. And it's all thanks to my very very gay queer high school friends.
6: One thing I want to add is that one of the really beautiful things about Rocky, which everyone has pointed out in some way, is that it's a space for boundary dissolution and to challenge rules that we normally abide by. So it's this special space in where a lot of those things that we take for granted are broken. And one of the most obvious examples of that is that during the show, people yell at the actors and often say, like, obscenities and are on their phone and texting and taking pictures. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And there are a lot of other examples of that, too, with, like, the way people dress. I mean, not just, like, going outside of gender norms, but even outside of, like, sexual norms, right? Like, a lot of men there will be wearing banana hammocks and have their nuts hanging out. Um, And so... For virgins, I really want to advise that, like, you take note of the things that surprise you and even disgust you. Like, there are reasons you feel those ways. And maybe some of them are good. Like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't be constantly having orgies, like, out in public. There's probably a reason for that. But, like, this is a special space where we can step outside of those things. What rules am I choosing to abide by and which things am I just taking for granted? Before
0: going to the midnight screening, I spoke with my dad who recalled attending a midnight screening in the 70s. He described how people transformed, becoming unbound by societal restrictions. Thank you to the Creatures of the Night production for sitting down with me and for a great night. Let's do the time warp again. For more information on future showings, check out Creatures of the Night production on Instagram at Rocky Horror UCSB. From the newsroom of the Santa Barbara Independent, you're listening to The Indie. I'm your host, Rebecca Fairweather, and we'll see you next time.